Welcome to another episode of the E-Lang Podcast. I am your host, the one and the only Amisha. And today we are having our Black History Special Part 5. So today's topic of the day is the Black Panther Party. So the Black Panther Party started in 1966 in Oakland, California. Huey Newton is the Black Panther Minister of Defense and also the other founder of the Black Panther Party is Bobby Seale. Huey Newton and Bobby Seale came together and created the Black Panther Party. So the Black Panther Party pretty much organized voter registration drives, healthcare centers, and food distribution program. This included a free breakfast program for over 20,000 children each day and a free food program for families and the elderly. They also provided aid to low-income communities. And so I was on the website for the National Museum of African American History and Culture um and I was reading about the Black Panther Party and in the article that's on their website <clears throat> excuse me they had a video and I watched the video and so the professor of political science at University of Colorado his name is Manning Marble I hope I said that properly but he um said that in 1969, the FBI targeted the Black Panthers. And so during that year, 26 Panthers were killed and 750 Panthers were either imprisoned or jailed. So the Black Panthers were doing an amazing job and they were doing what they set out to do. And the white people felt as if they didn't like that and they wanted to systematically stop what the Black Panther had going on. And they targeted members of the Black Panther Park of the Black Panther Party. And so the organization was destroyed systematically by federal and local authorities. I just want y'all to understand that the 25 Panthers, the 26 Panthers that were killed and the 750 Panthers were imprisoned because of the color of their skin and the fact that they were members of the Black Panther Party. And I just feel like the Black Panther Party was a huge movement. It started in Oakland, but other cities around America wanted to open their own chapters. So now you have chapters all over America doing the work of the Black Panther Party. And Some people wanted to put a stop to that and they made it their mission to do the research to figure out who these people are and they targeted them and made sure that they put these black people in jail or 
they executed them. They murdered them. And <clears throat> it just bothers me that this is another example of how Black people have been treated so poorly by law enforcement. Police brutality should not be occurring. Why do police officers feel as if, why do law enforcement period feel as if they have the right to do whatever they want to do pretty much? I don't get it. I don't understand it. And the fact that these people feel as if they can control our narrative, they feel like the Black Panther Party was somewhat taking away their power. And that's why they didn't like it, because the Black Panther Party, they pulled up deep. I'm watching the videos and doing research about it, and they really was rolling deep. They had guns on them, and they were policing the police, and the police didn't like that. So if you go to the website for the museum and you look up the Black Panther Party, they'll have more information. You can read about it and watch the videos but I just want to leave y'all with a little quote from Bobby Seale and he said we don't hate nobody because of color we hate oppression and so I just want y'all to go along with me as I say this little chant when I say no you say violence no violence no violence no justice no justice, no peace. When I say no, you say violence. No violence, no violence. No justice, no peace. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Make sure you search Anisha and the Elaine Podcast will come up. And don't forget to give me five stars and leave a review. So let's talk about it. So I was talking about the Black Panther Party and it's a movie out now on HBO Max called Judas and the Black Messiah. And it's basically telling the story of the Black Panther Party. So if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. I want to watch it. So I'm going to get HBO Max so that I can watch the movie. And it's supposed to be in theaters too. So I might go to the movie theater. I'm not sure, but once I see it, I'm definitely going to come back and talk to you guys about the movie because I'm super, 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 super excited about that. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. I hope everybody had an amazing Valentine's Day. So I did a little bit of scrolling on Instagram and I saw a few guys few people posting their Valentine's Day gifts and I saw a few proposals and I just want to say congratulations to everybody who has got proposed and got proposed to and who are getting married and now you guys are engaged and planning your weddings. I wish you guys nothing but peace, love, and happiness. So yeah, that was so freaking cute. But what I don't like is just about Valentine's Day is like 
dudes all of a sudden now popping out with their girlfriends when they know for a fact they've been out here in these streets. Like, how are you doing your girl dirty behind the scenes and making your moves behind the scenes, but then now on Valentine's Day, all of a sudden, you want to pop out and let her post you on her page and you post her on your page and y'all acting all cute and you go all out, but... In real life, behind the scenes, you be in them DMs, sir. I don't like it. I feel like y'all need to fix that. Stop doing that. That's not cool. But I'm just going to leave that as that. Because, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. So, my man crush for today. My man crush for today. Today is Donovan Mitchell. He is number 45 on the Utah Jazz team. He is an attractive young man. He plays in the NBA. And, you know, he's, you know, he's an attractive young man. So that's going to be my man crush for today. So I was like, I wanted to hop over into the basketball, the sports lane, and give you ladies some young men who are professional athletes because and or yeah professional athletes because you know I was doing actors and musicians so I just wanted to switch it up a little bit for you guys today but it's so hard trying to find a man crush because I don't really want to be naming somebody who is married or is in a known relationship as my man crush because I just don't want no problems. But yeah, so I'm trying. It's really hard because you just never freaking know if somebody is single or not. So I just be trying to be careful because I don't want nobody to think I'm really trying to throw a shot for real, for real and try to really talk to nobody for real, for real. I'm just you know, giving the ladies a man crush Monday. So, yeah, that's that's just it. All right. So, let's talk about all the things that go on behind the scenes at a club. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've definitely talked about it before. I used to work at a nightclub. And... Working at this nightclub, I learned a lot about myself and about other people and about just the business in general. And I personally feel like the club scene is just not for me personally to work in. Um, I don't know. And it's just like at the club, what I didn't like is what I want to talk about for today is how like the party promoters would tell people certain things to try to get them to come and to get them to you know fill up the space or whatever but then when they get there and the prices don't align it's like they looking at me like oh this chick trying to like up one on me and try to like get you know take advantage of me or whatever and it's never that case it's just the party promoters be lying to get people to come to the um club and to try to fill up these sections and it's like they would 
you know, feel like because they know such and such or such and such told them this or such and such told them that, that they could get around whatever price that they was told. And at the end of the day, you got to pay for your section, you got to pay for your bottle, and you got to tip me because I'm not finna be, you know, serving you guys and doing all this and you're not going to add my tip. And it's like, the other girls that I work with, I learned a lot from them trying to figure out like how to negotiate how much to charge as a tip because I felt like I've been getting the short end of the stick because at the end of the night, they'll tell me like how much money they made and I'm like, hold on, like what am I doing wrong? But then again, it had something to do with other stuff too as well as to why like our money like how much money we was making was different and it's like everybody pretty much had about the same amount of sections i would say nobody really had more sections than others however i did feel like because they may be new people that came and got sections and they got sections on a regular that they might that that made a difference but as far as like new people and people that you know figure feel felt like they didn't really have to pay that it was just an issue so and then it like on top of that it's just like the manager he pretty much felt like he owned us i would say like he his mannerism i would say was not really good and like him being a manager he's not really a good manager and he's very handsy and he was very handsy and I didn't like that and it's like he was like that with all of the girls and then it's like sometimes like they'll be having their own personal issues and I don't be knowing what's going on because I'm like to mind my own business and stay out of everybody else's business but they had issues and girls would be arguing and screaming with the manager and really going in on him and it was just a lot and I just felt like for me it's just not the type of energy that I want to be around and then it's like the girls are so competitive and they're catty and petty and they just say like little slick stuff and I just felt like it was more of an environment where it's like everybody for themselves and it's not really like a team thing. It's more like, you know, you come in here and you got to fight for your spot. Like you got to fight for the money. And I just felt like I didn't like that. Um, And plus, like during that time, I had just turned like, yeah, I had just turned 21, so I wasn't really drinking like that. So I didn't know what cognac was. I didn't know what tequila, what's the difference between tequila and vodka. I didn't know, like, all of the different types of alcohol and um the different names, the different alcohols. Like, I really didn't. Like, now I know a little bit more, but at that time, I really didn't know. So, when people would ask me questions, it would be hard because I didn't know what we have. And 
I didn't know what suggestions to give people because I don't I didn't really drink like that. So it was just hard for me personally because I just wasn't used to that type of environment. And it's like before then I didn't really go out to clubs and go out like that. So it's not like I had already been in clubs and been, you know, going out and about working and like just being in clubs as a customer. But then it's like when you go into the club and you're actually working and being behind the scenes, it's just a totally different atmosphere. And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand the business side of a club. And then it's like you got to worry about other issues that I've talked about, like people walking out on you and not paying their tab and all of that other stuff. And it's just too freaking much but yeah, so that's a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes at working at a club. And I don't know if all clubs like this, I'm pretty sure club other clubs are ran completely different and it's a lot more worse things going on. Or some clubs may have good management and, you know, the team might be a little bit different, but... I don't know. I only could tell about my experience and where I work. And I haven't released the name of the club that I worked at, but, you know, a few people know, but not a lot of people know. And it's crazy because a lot of people in Atlanta go to this club and this club be having ads on the radio station. And it's just like every time I hear the name of that club, I just shake my head because it's just like only if y'all knew, like only if y'all really knew what I went through for real for real and it's just crazy because this club just still be open making money and it's just a lot of things that I feel like shouldn't be going down is going down but that's neither here nor there there's none of my business and I'm gonna mind the business that pays me visit www.theelanebrand.com Shop our store. We have bundles, wigs, and lashes. Need to contact customer service? Make sure you email shop at theelanebrand.com. All right, it's time to take a trip down memory lane. So, I wanted to talk about throwing up on the D. So, me personally, I really have gag reflex really bad. And it's just like, it's hard sometimes for me to um, hold it in. And I have really literally had throw up come up in my mouth. And I had the little throw up in my mouth. And I just... In the moment, I just really had to swallow it and take it like a G because it was either it was coming out or I had to go back down because it was no way I was going to be able to continue doing what I was doing if I either threw up or just had it sitting around in my mouth. So, y'all, I don't like that. Like, if it ever gets to a point where... I feel like I got to throw up. I just got to stop because at that point, it's just too much for me. And nobody likes that feeling of like when you just throw up a little bit in your mouth. Like that is just like the worst feeling ever. And it's like sometimes I'll just choke a little bit or whatever. 
But if I actually throw up, I just feel like I just got to stop. It only happened one time when throw up actually came up. But I just don't like that taste to be in my mouth. And then it's like, you want to kiss me after the fact. So now I I feel like my breath be smelling like a little bit of throw up. And I don't like that. Like, don't nobody want to kiss you. And you smell like, you know, had a little throw up a little bit in your mouth. Like, I feel like that's nasty. That's real, real nasty. That's just like... After you take the condom off, now you want to lick it. Like, no, I don't want to taste that rubber. Who wants to taste a rubbery fill in the blank? Like, who wants to taste that? Like, nobody wants that taste in their mouth. So, it's just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. But, you know, they say if it gets to that point, that means you doing what you're supposed to be doing but. You know, I don't know. And then it's just like, I've heard some people say that, you know, that's attractive. Like when, you know, you choke a little bit, you know, that's like a turn on for some people. But I don't want to choke all the way to the point where I'm throwing up. Like, no. And I don't even know if it was something that I ate that day or if my stomach was just messed up that day or what. But Cause I don't really throw up like that. So I don't know if it was just because of what I was doing or whether or not it was something that I had ate prior to that. I don't know. I really, I really don't know. I wonder, I'm definitely, I definitely feel like if it was something that I ate, it, you know, caused it to really happen because it doesn't really happen that often. So, or it could be, I just wasn't really. Just, I don't know, because usually I can control it and, you know, hold it in or whatever. But what I realized is if I go slow, I don't really uh, gag as much. It's when I try to do it a little bit at a faster pace is when it starts to get bad to where I feel like I'm going to throw up. So now I really like to go slow and maybe use my hand a little bit, maybe use two hands a little bit, you know, make sure you give eye contact, you know, that might, you know, make it go to the next level. What else? Or maybe you could get in 69 position. So you could be getting eight out or, and, you know, giving head, oh my bad, and giving head at the same time. And that'll be, you know, a little extra little song, song just to spice it up a little bit. But okay, I'm talking too much at this point. Call 678-460-6706. You can have a conversation with me about anything you want. You could promote your business, shout out your friend or family members, or ask for advice. All right, it's time to go to my playlist and give y'all some songs that I've been listening to. And then I'm going to go through some of the lyrics of one of the songs that's on my playlist. So, the first song on my playlist today is Inside Freestyle by Kevin Ross. Another one is, hold on, let me make sure I didn't put this song in my playlist twice. 
Because sometimes I be doing it and I be forgetting that I had already put the song in my playlist. Okay. So the, the next song is Second Chances Futuring Black um, by Kiana Lede. Lede. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. All right. The next song is Build a Bay by Muna Long and Young Blue. I like Young Blue because his other song is really cool. Alright, so the next song is Get Away by Dylan Sinclair. I really like that song. And the last song that's on my playlist is Queen Tings. And it's by Masego and Tiffany Gooch. Gouch. Something like that. And so that's the song that I'm... That's the song I'm finna go through the lyrics for Queen Tings. And when I heard this song, I was just like, oh my gosh, this song is really, really, really good. And I like it. Okay, so let's see what part do I want to start at. Okay, so this is the part, this is the part we're going to go through right here. That's all he was saying in that song. I could have sworn he was saying a little bit more than that. I don't know, but I was feeling that song. She gon' pull on me, pull like weed, entice me. She my queen, holding you up to a higher state. Baby girl, you looking like a goddess. Don't be so modest. While I have you here with me, I don't want to do things that you can't believe. I'll pick you up, pick you up, and put you on your throne. You were made to reign, girl, sunshine in my world. I do it all because you my queen. She my queen, she my queen. She gonna pull on me, pull like weed entice me. She my queen. Y'all, I wish I could play this song because I really, really like this song. When I just heard this song, I was just like, yes, yes. Let me see if I could do one more. Oh, this, this, this the song right here that I really wanted to break down for y'all, for real, for real. Okay, here we go, here we go. All right, this is Getaway by Dylan Sinclair. And it's written by Alex Irwin, Dylan Sinclair, Jordan Mainswell, Nadia, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, not even on the try, and Zachary Simmons, Simmons, Simmons. So we got a few writers on this on this song the song starts off i'd like to roll a blunt and light it catch a ride on the moon tonight feel it in my bones deep inside what a blessing to be alive and my mistakes make me great peace is hard to come by but there's hope i'll find it on my own time just need to get away 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 I won't be gone for long. I will not do you wrong. Just get away, away, away. No, not too long. You'll hear from me. Then he goes to say, if I'm being blunt, I need a blunt. If I light it up with the pressure lighting up, just want to get away, away, away. Pardon my mistakes. If I'm being blunt, I need a blunt. If I light it up, with the pressure lighting up, just want to get away, 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 away. 
pardon my mistakes. Y'all, a song, an amazing, amazing song. All right, so those are our two songs for today. I didn't have any Ask and Misha letters, so um, not going to go through a letter today. So if you want to send in a letter, you can email me at theelainebrand at gmail.com. You can also DM me your letter for advice on Instagram. My name is at Misha on all platforms, so make sure you guys go follow me. Thank you for staying in for another episode of the Elaine Podcast. Like I said at the beginning, I am the one and the only Anisha, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.